This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. Putting a bow on this edition of Tapped Out this Saturday evening with Jake and Brendan on the sports machine, Sean Levine. Looking forward to tonight's fights in Las Vegas. The card already underway. UFC Vegas 75 from the Apex. Marvin Vittorio versus the Killer Gorilla, Jared Cannoneer. In the main event tonight, I like Cannoneer and I like him by knockout. Let's spend a couple of minutes, BT, on next week's fight because it's in Jacksonville during the day, which means our show is at night. So we'll talk about what happened past tense. Right now, let's talk about what we think is going to happen in the main event. Josh Emmett, friend of the show, actually double friend of the show. We've had him on twice, taking on Ilya Taporia. Taporia is a huge favorite in this fight. Minus 340 against Josh Emmett at plus 250. I'm not just saying this because he's got the knockout power because I won a bunch of money when he knocked out Michael Johnson because he's came on the show twice. Why on God's green earth is he a plus 250? This guy was just fighting for the belt. I got to just think because of the way he lost the last time around and people think that Taporia is very dangerous. I mean, Taporia is undefeated right now. Uh, He's looked very devastating. In the way that goes, I mean, like our boy Bryce Mitchell, you know, twister be damned. His twister the bull, it wasn't enough for him. Uh, and on short notice, that's what he did to Thug Nasty the last time around. So I think people are just looking at what Taporia has been able to do. They think that he's the real deal as far as, uh, you know, maybe next wave of guys are there in that division. So I think that's probably what that is, man. And I got to be honest with you, as much as I love our boy Emmett, I think the odds makers might be right on this one. Really? You're going to pay the minus 340 for Ilya Taporia, who, like you said, beat up our guy and beat him up pretty good the last time out in, uh, of course, uh, Bryce Mitchell. All right. UFC 290, the next pay-per-view, still a couple of weeks away, which means we can spend a couple of minutes on it before we get out of here. Robbie Lawler, his final fight. I feel like I'm going to shed a tear as a longtime fight fan. It's kind of like when we knew Donald Cerrone was done. It's like, Damn, really? I thought it just, I thought I didn't think it was ever good. When my paw died, I was really close to him. Yes, I was upset, but it was more, I didn't think he was ever going to die. I just figured he was going to live till he was 140 and outlive me. With Robbie Lawler, I thought he'd never end up fighting. This is it, at least officially in the UFC versus Nico Price. You sad to see him go? Does he win the fight? Never going to pick against Robbie Lawler. I love Robbie Lawler, one of my favorite fighters of all time, one of the most entertaining fighters of all time. He's not losing on Hall of Fame weekend. Uh, I'm tremendously sad to see him go. I mean, you know, uh, this you couldn't pick a better Hall of Fame fight for him versus Rory to go in. But, you know, in a world of like, you know, so many guys, you know, had to talk their way in. This guy hated doing media. 
very soft-spoken, but like was such a different person when that cage door closed and the fights that he put forth, uh, how vicious he was at, at the peak of his powers. I'm going to be very sad to see him go. You know, the guy was a great champion. You know, you think about the classics we saw, you know, his Carlos Condit fight. How good was that? Yes. The match against Johnny Hendricks when Johnny Hendricks was Johnny Hendricks. Um, really, really great. And then I'll tell you, man, I, I that's one of those moments where I was like, whoa, I don't forget where I am is when Tyron Woodley knocked him out. I didn't think anybody could do that to Robbie Lawler. Like, I know, like, he had been beaten before, but he looked like, such an unstoppable force like you think about the the wars with rory the wars with carlos condit so when he lost the way that he did to tyron woodley i was like oh, i remember i was at a buffalo wild wings i was at a buffalo wild wings watching it and i just thought to myself i think it was actually with my father i think he, i don't know what he was in for maybe he's just coming to visit me and uh, i was like hey we got to go to the bar we got to go watch this uh, robbie lawler's fight he's going to kill tyron woodley and tyron woodley destroyed him and i i remember just being sitting there stunned watching it like the king had finally been dethroned thought you were about to tell us what kind of wings you were going to get there buddy cajun jerk boneless anyway that's back when tyron woodley also like to think that in hindsight tyron woodley gun shy tyron woodley was able to do that to insane brawler ruthless robbie lawler and the thing about robbie also which i appreciate just personally he didn't he is not the silver spoon. He didn't have the easy road. I mean, they cut him from the UFC, right? He yeah. was on at one point, I want to say a three or four fight losing streak, and it looked like he was completely done, and then came back to fight for the belt. He had completely screwed in his fight against Ben Askren. As you mentioned, his Hall of Fame fight against Rory, probably, if you know anything about fighting, if you don't have it as the best fight of all time, you have it at number two. So it's like, damn, man, that guy... He's not on the Mount Rushmore of fighters because he's got too many losses on his resume, but kind of like a, a kind of like a Diaz brother, if that makes sense. Like he's he's up there just when it comes to popularity, and there's not a I lot of even bad like, stuff. You get. And I think even more like vicious than the Diaz brother because, like you know, I like the Diaz brothers, but they got some like quirky stuff that we like about them. That like just you know, oh, he's you know, Nick's laying down on the on the canvas oh they don't show up like Robbie always just showed up and was always entertaining in a fight you know like there was no secret sauce to it there was nothing extra added to it it was just no this guy is going to show up and his fights are going to be wars and you're going to love it and we saw him fight Nick Diaz and Nick Diaz literally took a knee at the end of it no disrespect but Robbie kept going. Like, that's exactly who Robbie Lawler is. All right, working our way up the card. We don't have to spend too much time on Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker, an underdog, plus 165. Jalen Turner, minus 200. Drakus Duplessis, huge favorite against Robert Whitaker. Bro, what is going on? Minus 375 against the Reaper, Robert Whitaker, at plus 280. I think I think Whitaker's better than Duplessis. I think Duplessis's been more active, and I think that he's the hotter fighter, and I think that Robert Whitaker's taken the tougher matchups more recently. What are we doing? Three to one money on Robert Whitaker? I'm emptying the bank account that night. Sean, I have to interrupt you. You got him flipped. Yeah. Oh, You got him flipped. Well, then that's the problem. All right. The odds are flipped. I was thinking... Okay, I was thinking, damn, I can't be seeing this right. All right. Okay. I was just... You worried. Let me take a deep breath. Oh. Okay, Duplessis, 
is the underdog. Whitaker's the favorites. Take out everything that I just said. That's crazy. Okay, that makes that makes more sense. Um, we're gonna weigh up the car. You were talking about a favorite. I know I got this. No, but I about say, like look, Drinkus yeah. is interesting because that seems to be the guy that uh, Adesanya wants to fight next. That's the the guy who's probably got the most heat on him. So I was like, uh, I. I, I I was like, well, the odds makers just trying to will this? Like when you're discussing this in the beginning, I was like, what, what's going on there? But it's one of those where, yeah, Robert's the better fighter, dude. Like he's been there against everybody. Uh, there's one guy that we know he can't beat or hasn't been able to beat everybody else. Like they're in for a rough day against him. No, the odds makers aren't the idiots here. Your co-host, that's the problem. Me. And dude, to be fair, now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe I'll take Drake is Duplessis. If you're going to give me like that type of money on him, bro. Goodness gracious, I'm talking about how much I love Robert Whitaker, and I can't believe these numbers. Maybe I'll play Duplessis. Check out this one. Bo Nickel, friend of the show. By the way, whenever I say friend of the show, if you don't know what that means, that means that we've had them on the show at some point. So at this point, pretty much everybody, if you're a name, you're a friend of the show. A Bo Nickel, minus 1,000, takes on Treshawn Gora, plus 625. They need to find Bo Nickel some competition. Because I don't want them to throw him to the Wolves, the Hamzat, like later on in the year for a pay-per-view or something like that, a short-term replacement fight. I can see that at some point him getting into a big fight like that. Nothing against Gore, but, I mean, he needs to step up in competition if he's going to be a minus 1,000 favorite. Yeah, I- I'm with you, but, like, it's interesting. Like, he talks- slow roll. He, uh, you know, Trishon Gore is not a bum. But I think no. it's just one of these things where it's like you're looking at Bo and everybody just expects like he's going to steamroll through everybody because he fears nobody. He'll take them down. He'll submit them. Um, you know, and it's an interesting talking to him. Like, you know, he's a guy who knows all the pressure that's on him, but doesn't seem super enthused to like get it all the way to like, hey, I'm going to fight Hamzat next. Like he'll talk about those fights and the idea of it, but. He does seem like a guy that wants to slow roll a little bit towards the uh, the Sean O'Malley route of like, let's get a bunch of fights under my belt. Let's get the hype built even more. And then we'll do the monster fights. You know what I think it is with Bo Nickel? With Bo Nickel compared to these other guys, like I know that you like to go to fights like regional fights. I like to go to fights. Jake covers a lot of fights out there in Philly, whether we're talking about, you know, Cage Warriors or whether it's, it's FAC fighting out here in Kansas City, whatever. There's all these promotional fights. It just it kind of feels like with um, with Bo Nickel, so those crowds are big but not huge, right? Like mm-hmm. Bo Nickel fought in front of huge crowds in college, and I didn't know this before I went down the YouTube wormhole that they draw sixteen thousand people, bro, to watch Penn State wrestling. So maybe that's it. Like been there, done that, fought in front of these type of crowds, and just waiting for the bigger right. names. You, but at some we point, talk about- you have to get over these type of guys. And you talk about he comes, he does an interesting thing where like he's got his own gym in Happy Valley, but he's also, he'll take his trips down to Coconut Creek to mix it up with the Johnny Eblins of the world, mix it up with the Jorge Masvidal's of the world. You're talking about, you know, a guy who's been in there with the best guys who's ever done it. And now maybe one of the best window weights that is going right now in Johnny Eblin, you know, like, so he gets, he gets some elite work in as well. Uh, you know, he feels like he's, he feels as can't miss as can't miss gets. Co-main event UFC 290 coming up in a few weeks. Brandon Moreno, his belt on the line, minus 175 favorite against Alec Alex Pantoja, plus 145. Quick, which way are you leading in that one before we get to the main event? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, Moreno's just such a wild card. So, like, it wouldn't shock me if Pantoja gets it done. Like, he's been on a roll right now. But, you know, Moreno, again, like, once every time I think maybe he'll uh, he'll slip up, he comes up with something just stupendous to keep his belt. How and he's my favorite. Brandon Moreno on the show. That's, that's, that's your homework. You get us all these fighters. Viva Mexico. Get us Brandon Moreno the week of that fight. Uh, Yair Rodriguez, Alexander Volkanovsky. The main event, UFC 290. And we got a couple of weeks to talk about this. Real quick, your thoughts. Yair, it looks like too big of an underdog for a guy that looks like a killer. Plus 340, Volkanovski. You want to talk about a heavy favorite. Minus 450 for the champion. I do feel like it's a little bit of a heavy number. But also, Alexander Volkanovski has passed with flying colors in everything he said he could do. Whether No flaws. Close the chapter on Max Holloway. Whether it's beat in some people's minds, Islam Makachev. So, look, Max told us that he thinks Yair's a live dog. Maybe if you want to get a little crazy with it, you you uh, do a Sean and you sprinkle something on Pantera that night. But I don't know, man. Folks just been on such a roll. I, I don't know who stops him. Live dog like old Yeller. Take him out back and shoot him. That's it for the show. Thank you to everybody back in Chicago. All the help of the BetQL Network. Producer Jake and my co-host Brendan Tobin. You know me. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the fights tonight. Marvin Vittori, Jared Cannonier in the main event. You're locked into the bet, QL Network. Good night.